Oh, yeah. Oh, that's how that's how everything feels right now. Hi, Is guys. this entertainment? We don't know. <laughs> we'll be honest. We care about you, and we'd like to entertain you. But at the end of the day. <laughs> This is probably just going to be a solid half hour of us (laughs) cycling through giggles. (laughs) Oh, fuck. (laughs) Hi, I'm Lillian Bustle. And I'm I'm a grown adult who has her shit together. (laughs) Hi there, I'm Jen Ponton and somehow I pay taxes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. Fuck. What day is it? Is it Friday? It's Friday when we're recording this. Yesterday I thought it was Wednesday for far too long and it wasn't. It wasn't Wednesday at all yesterday. It was Thursday I, the whole day. I thought yesterday was Friday. I thought the day before was Friday. I thought oh. the day before that was Friday. Not oh. that it matters. Nothing matters. <laughs> I know like four people for whom it matters. <laughs> I actually have a thing tonight. I have something tonight. What um, you, are uh, is tonight uh, more drag bingo? Yes, tonight is Drag Bingo with Harmonica Sunday. Yeah, I'm really excited. Um, I'll send you the link. She might be sold out. She keeps selling out. But if not, it's only 10 bucks. Um, And if you guys, I mean, I guess you could play from anywhere. So look up Harmonica Sunbeam and or Art House Productions uh, and you can get your tickets for next week already. Yeah, I know. Art House is really technically our first little umbilicus. Oh, that's true. We didn't really get to talk a whole lot then. But I saw and adored you and then I was like oh wait I understand little pieces together all the time fitting in it's been it's very windy today like everything was blowing around on the roof deck it was like oh how's it uh, how's that squirrel doing with it motherfucker listen you guys so the squirrel in the ceiling he's still in the ceiling um for anyone who's keeping tabs he uh uh I keep running up to the roof and then Don keeps banging on the ceiling with a with a broom um, it's cause I want to see, I've seen him when we were outside on the roof, scamper across the roof. So I knew he, he's, he's coming in from somewhere. I'm going to figure it out. But now, now it like, it's a, it's contingent. I'm going to fall up those stairs one day in, in a fit of squirrel rage. <laughs> squirrel <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to like, I'm going to curse Is there stop an my own teeth. For that? <laughs> <laughs> Drink some fucking quinine or some shit. <laughs> A gin and tonic? Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, I'm not. I promise you guys, I'm not going to break my own neck. But I, it is now becoming like, like an '80s movie level uh, callback reference in our life. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's like it's like um, me in the Caddyshack gopher. Yes, yes, yes. Today we're going to talk about something very sweaty. Oh God, it's going to be it's going to be every single fuck, even the ones that you left in those pockets of your old jeans. Oh, that went through the those ones. that went through the dryer. Oh, and then you got little fuck lid all over everything. <laughs> <laughs> just, and it just leaves little little pebbles of fuck all over the rest of your clothes. Oh no, they got just stuck like... in the sweater. The sweater where you didn't think you had any oh. fucks, and then just all these fuck lids everywhere. <laughs> fuck lids. Oh. oh yeah the sweater where you ripped holes in it for the your thumbs 
That's, that's that right. Is, that is the sweater that did not have any fucks, and then all of a sudden just fucks. Oh, uh, was just yeah, overwhelmed. Was just cannonballed with fucks. This, especially this podcast today, is about wanting and yearning. Oh man, I have been champing at the bit to do this one. Uh, and I think in quarantine, it's the perfect time and place because everybody is losing their goddamn mind. Yes. Uh, so are we. Um, to, <laughs> to wit, uh, Jen and I, Jen and I just like giggled for a solid 10 minutes and then started the recording over again because what we had started to prepare for you fine people was n- nigh unto unintelligible. <laughs> It was there very was, entertaining for us. <laughs> massively. There, there was only laughter and talk of spiders. And honestly, guys, I just... <laughs> we do feel like we'd like to keep the bar a little higher for you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I We care about you. We do. Uh, this, Even uh, though you don't give us messages. <laughs> no, some people do. Do you want to do a shout do. out to your friend? Yay! Hi, Chrissy. Thank you so much. Chrissy, listen to the episode that came out today, All the Beauty Queens, where we talked at length about Jeannette, and she sent me an eBay link to this big Jeannette basket, and she was like, I remember using the body splash in the winter, and it, like, broke my skin out and made it so dry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She says it was basically scented rubbing alcohol, and that is yeah. what I remember it, too. I remember the first time that I heard someone explain that an aftershave, like I didn't understand why you would splash any sort of fragrance on your face. That always seemed really reprehensible to me. Like I love aftershave and I love the smell of cologne on um, everybody. I love fragrance on everyone. But the idea of splashing it on your face didn't make sense until someone said, well, it's the alcohol or whatever the toner is. It's like a toner, I guess. Right. Like after right. you shave to close your pores. And I was like, oh, but Hence why face. Bath and Body Works body spray is the perfect astringent. There you go. <laughs> so you actually knew what you were doing. <laughs> By oh, yeah. the pure luck. <laughs> and I, I don't think that the Genite came in a smaller bottle other than a keg. You know what I mean? I think Right? I never buy... saw it as anything. No, the yeah, Bath Splash was, was always, it looked like it should have a tap on the top. It was so yes. big. You were like, how am I going to get that home? Oh, man. A, a granny cart. Um, <laughs> I uh, I feel like this is a good lead-in, though, because we were talking about, like, teenage fragrances and, Oh, like, yeah. And, like, the pressure we were... to be pretty and to try yes. and figure out what the fuck pretty was. And there was really no greater, what's the word I want for a very concentrated, stressful situation? Double boiler? <laughs> Sure. Yeah, a reduction. Okay. It's it's that reduction again. Yes, there is no greater uh, balsamic D- glaze bubbling away for all of those feelings than school dances, mm. which was like, hey, guess what, puberty? We're going to make you all be around each other whether you like it or not, but this is going Shit. to have wildly sexual overtones. <laughs> Which it really is. I mean, my God, if you think about yeah. it in this like way, in oh, this sense of, of pageantry, like we we were already all together five days a week. So oh, yeah. you're 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 not putting on a dance. You're like try you're ushering us together to try and I don't know. Maybe it was uh, maybe <laughs> maybe it was like you know how you like try to tire out a, a dog before <laughs> before you go to bed. <laughs> 
I do Maybe know it that. was like that. But if that was true, then they should have done it on a, like a Monday morning. On they should have been like, here's your dance. Yes, absolutely. Here's your dance. Like Everybody those, run around and get your, get your crazies out. <laughs> like those, uh, those early morning sober raves. Do you know about that? Oh, yeah. Daybreakers. Oh, is that what it's called? Oh, nice. Yeah. It's that big like 7 a.m. giant dance party. Yeah. I feel like yeah. I kind of want to go to one of those. I bet people I are doing I would go to them. Daybreakers with you. I bet I mean, they're doing quarantine versions of them. We should go. We should go. Let's show up on their Zoom. <laughs> What's up, you guys? Uh, yeah, I'll get I up at five and do my daybreakers. I um I respect and understand it, but morning is not where I shine, where my physical activity is concerned. <laughs> uh, but but school dances, yeah, I um. Uh, did I talk about this already or was it in the last version of the podcast? The fifth and sixth grade thing? Uh, no, no this to, was yeah, in the, the, the first 10 minutes. <laughs> right. Um, so we had school dances starting in fifth grade and it was fifth and sixth grade combined. Uh, and that was not really a problem. Like there wasn't a big like, oh, it's the sixth graders. They're mean to the fifth graders. We never had that weird trope going on at our school. Um, uh, but it did like widen your chances for rejection. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right. And it's how and cruel. Fifth and sixth grade is when everybody, like all the guys are still real short and all the girls are getting taller and taller and half of oh. them have their periods. Uh, <laughs> which means that like at any given school dance, there were at least three girls worried about bleeding through their white pants. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. I'm so glad I didn't get my period until the middle of eighth grade. Uh, I'm so glad I never wore white pants. <laughs> uh, same. Yes. Again. Why? Why, moms? Why? Man, middle of eighth grade. I was, uh, I was like fifth or sixth for sure. And I was young, remember? I was young for my grade. Oh, you were. You were. Oh, I my God. So you were like 10? Like you were 10 like 11. 10. Yeah. God, that's early. It sucked yeah, it was at early. 13, let alone mm. when you get Yeah, and it was like, never mm. like, it was never like a light 10-year-old period. <laughs> no. That's crazy pants. Why was your uterus so would ready? You, would you like a, a heavy copper IUD period? Oh, mm. baby, no. No. That's oh. fine. I don't have any period dance stories, so that's not where this is going. Oh man, no, mine is not period stories either. Mine but is... you're so <laughs> yeah. Your school dances started in seventh grade, right? My school dances started in maybe sixth grade. Yeah, they started in sixth grade. So we had okay. they were like pseudo regular. They were not weekly. I don't know how often we had them, but um, there were intermittent dances in sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. And um, I think we maybe got one that we got to try in fifth grade as like a, hey, we're about to terrorize you for a few years. (laughs) (laughs) So heads up. (laughs) Gird your loins, kids. Gird Um, those loins. (laughs) um, So we got one demo in fifth grade, and I don't think I went to that. I don't recall a demo. Going to the demo. Like a model then, home of a school dance. <laughs> uh-huh. And you could bring a guest if you wanted. Oh, um, really? Huh. Yes. So very soon after I 
started going, I started bringing Brittany. Thank God. Yay. I would take, like, Brittany would come over to my house after our parents were done with work on a Friday. She would prepare for a sleepover. My folks would take both of us to my uh, to my elementary school, and we would um, go to the dance. And that ensured that no matter what horrible thing was about to happen, and mind you, it was always a horrible thing, Aww. I had my best friend there to help Aww. just keep things as clear and fun as they oh, could be. We, oh, I owe you great. a gift basket. A gift basket, Brittany. I know she does <laughs> need one. <laughs> oh man yeah so i would bring her but um oh god it was it was the, the pressure was awful and the only kids worse than the ones in my class because again i will say there were a there were a fair number of girls who were really sweet or very neutral mm-hmm. um but there were a very remarkable number of mean kids in my class oh Remar- yeah like literally every boy was a piece of shit Literally every boy, except Jimmy. (laughs) Oh, I had a nice Jimmy. Jimmy was great. Jimmy is the one who is the wrestler now. (laughs) Oh, yes, that's right. What a lovely character arc that is. (laughs) I know, right? I know. So cute. So, But literally everyone else was a fucking asshat. So there there was a lot of malice to no. be found. I wish they were all just apathetic, dumb kids, but it's like there were a handful of really smart, nice ones, and then everybody else was just a piece of shit. Wow, that <laughs> sucks. It sucked so badly. By the time I hit eighth grade, I was like, okay, and we're counting down for nine months here. <laughs> I am so ready to be done. And then I could actually pick and choose the ones that I still wanted to like talk to and be around. And that oh, was sure. a very good situation. <clears throat> oh, high school was a big turning point for me too. But middle school was Huge. also like, you I was trapped with the middle same. middle school? I loved middle school. I was because, because um, our elementary school was up to sixth grade and then middle school was um, intermediate school for me. So it was only seventh and eighth grade. Um, so you only had to like plow through two years at a different school. So that is that. Uh, and also I got to see my friends from extend from the gifted and talented program. (laughs) Sorry. That's never not going to be hilarious. It's hilarious. My, my friends from extends. What is even in that shit? Like ginkgo. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, dude. No. Gifted and talented pro- program, not an herbal male enhancement. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, from anywhere else that I could have ever known anybody else, they were all coming to the school. So I immediately was like, "Oh my god, look, look, we're buddies. We're buddies, Girl Scouts." Um, all the outside things that I did. It was wonderful. Uh, and I feel like I first started standing up to bullies in seventh grade. Oh, yes, my God. That true. That's amazing. Um, yes. I did get one of my friends slapped in the face because of it. But <laughs> Oh, shit. Oh, my God. I'm very excited. 
Uh, I'm trying to remember. It, it's it's my friend Kathy, who was this the my yes. friend, but like also my friend all through elementary school. Um, and there was this girl. I don't remember. She was making fun of both of us, and I don't remember what it was about. And she made a your mama joke at me and Kathy. <laughs> And Kathy made a your mama joke right back at her. And what this girl a goes, nineties icon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this girl goes, talk about my mama, and she smacked Kathy across the face. <laughs> On a school oh, bus shit. in full view of the On bus driver. A school bus. Who did oh. not do anything about it. <laughs> well, that's crazy. I mean, how do you do anything as a school bus driver? I don't know how any That's of fair. I, they should all be elevated to sainthood. But, like, seriously. Um, anyway, but that but that weirdly enough kind of, like, sparked a spark in me. It was like, I mean, I would get slapped for that. I, I know Kathy wasn't excited about getting slapped, but I don't think either one of us was, like, uh, less inclined. As a matter of fact... Um, uh, uh, Kathy might have gotten a taste for standing up. Like, it's okay. Uh, I know this is about school dances, but I promised Kathy I would tell this story at some point. So I'm going to tell it now. Um, cause just want people to know what badass she is. Um, we, it, after an elementary school, after lunch, you could either go out for walk and talk, which was literally walking. They were trying to get us to exercise. So we walk in a circle outside and you could talk to your friends, but you had to be in like groups of like three or fewer four maybe or fewer so it could be like giant clumps of people no roving bands of children right and if you clumped up then mr meadows would blow his stupid whistle at you so you could do that or you could sit inside and just read or do homework quietly or like whatever you wanted it was a particularly beautiful day and kathy and i were nerds and we stayed inside all the time so we were sitting at the side table we were the only people in the whole cafeteria um, and this, either the school nurse or the aide, I can't remember who it was, came over and basically told us that we needed to go outside and get exercise because we were fat. And uh-huh. as, as she walked away, Kathy stood up and like triumphantly flipped her the living fuck off. Oh and my unfortunately, God, yes. whoever the narc ass tattletale volunteer lady who was watching the rest of the, you know what it is? Whoever was watching that, um, that lunchroom. Probably wanted to go home and couldn't go home until we were out of there. Dumb. I bet you anything that's what it was. So when oh. Kathy stood up and flipped her off, that woman was like, oh, excuse me, blah, 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 blah. And then she got in trouble. Um, but anyway, oh. I feel like that kind of turned us both into rebels. When I saw her do that, I was like, oh, you can flip off adults. I mean, there's consequences, but you can do it. <laughs> Anyway, so thank you. Sorry. Sidebar. I th- I hope you think it was worth it. Um, I do. Kathy, you were you were absolutely my my badass icon. I was like, one day I will flip people off too. Um, oh my but, god! But going back to school dances. So, uh, uh, so you started having dances pretty young, and they were like late afternoon, early bird dinner dances. Yes, right after school, um, there was maybe too much light in the in the auto- cafetorium. Totally, <laughs> our cafetorium had no windows, so there was no risk. Oh, of that. wow! So it was like a fallout shelter. Uh huh. Cool. <laughs> nothing like nothing like having all those hormones bouncing off a fallout shelter. <laughs> I want you to remember. Those simple red, white, and blue track lights that would have been on oh, yes. on the stage 
and uh-huh. how much your gut cramps and you probably are getting anxiety IBS right now. <laughs> Those red and white and blue lights were on in the cafetorium and there was some guy hired to be the DJ and all that was playing was like MTV party to go. <laughs> that's it and I'd say the only kids that were worse than the ones that I was in class with were the ones who were a year older oh yeah although I'm painting with a really broad brush there were a couple of really mean girls oh Oh, my god they were so mean oh no oh yeah oh the girls who were one year before me were the absolute scum of the earth and Uh, and they bullied me. And I remember feeling like, hey, that's not fair. I have my own bullies in my own class. You you pick on someone that you don't like in your class. <laughs> Listen, you have enough to choose from and I have enough to deal with. So come on. Yes, this is the social contract. Come on. Uh, so our dances, we were there with these older kids and it was awful. Oh, they were so mean. Uh, they were so mean, and they just loved picking on me. And so I was—I had to look out for like the dillweeds in my class. And then I—but then I was really earnestly more afraid of the ones who were older because they were so vicious, oh. you know. Like yeah. they, they were absolutely girls I would have thrown off a bridge in my own class, but <laughs> <laughs> I didn't feel as intimidated by them. Um, and, and so I would, there were times that I would go with Brittany and it would be totally great and fine, but there were also times that I had to go alone. And in the early days of going to dances, I just time out, yeah. time out really quick. Were, were they required, were this like a school oh, requirement? Oh no. Were you, did you have mm-hmm. to go? Oh, no, okay, no, no. Okay, okay. But I, Sorry. but again, it was this, it was a fuck punch feeling, right? So I was like, oh my God, yep. I want this to be a special experience so badly. Mm-hmm. And it's not like I couldn't hang out with like a couple of other ne'er do wells. <laughs> right. There were, I mean, there were a. There's always somebody lurking yeah, in the shadows. <laughs> yes. There were like. I had I had a friend of me who was my friend like half the time, and then I had um, there was another girl who was mostly my friend, uh, and we would play sometimes. We were both super 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 dorky, and so like I knew that if I went, I could at the end of the night just find a little corner and hang out with one or both of them, and that would be okay, just okay enough, and. Um, but, but the thing that I really wanted was I wanted that magic moment to happen. I wanted there to be some kind of Cinderella transformation for me where everyone would see me come into the dance. Oh yeah. Oh. And it would be like, I wasn't the kid that they went to school with. It would be like I was someone so much cooler. Oh, Cause that's every, and, that's every movie or TV show about a dance. That's what happens. Yeah. Like the, right. the person gets a makeover and then they take off their glasses and they walk in in like a nice dress and everybody's like, who's that? Oh, it's Shelly. Oh. Mm-hmm. And then people are nice to her mm-hmm. because she found the social currency. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. And we would we would all wear clothing that like we didn't really relegate for day wear, even though for me that wasn't a whole lot. Mm. Like there were some days in eighth grade where I (laughs) 
very, very shiny shirts were having a moment in 1998. Oh, you don't have to tell and... me. <laughs> I thought maybe that might be the case. I know from shiny shirts. <laughs> and so I had a couple of shiny shirts that were really clingy and too tight, and I didn't have good jeans to wear them with, and I also didn't know what hair gel was really for, so I just comb it into my hair. Bitch, I still don't know. I don't know what hair gel's for. All you did was watch your I mom with her mom haircut do her mom <laughs> hair gel thing. How would you even know? I, right, right. So I just put gel in my hair and hoped it did something. <laughs> Spoiler alert, it did not. <laughs> And, and, and show up in my really, really bad makeup and just kind of hope, hope, hope that the biggest asswipe of all, who I really, really had a crush on. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> oh, he was the worst. And I was so painfully aware that I had such a big crush on him uh. and that he was the worst. He was truly someone that I simultaneously adored and hated. Oh, no. Was he actively mean to you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's the one who was like, raise your hand if you like Buffy. <laughs> that was him. Among other horrible, horrible uh, moments that I've mostly forgotten. Oh, God. Uh, wow. I don't think... Oh, no. He was such an asshole. That sucks. I'm sorry. <laughs> he was awful. Oh, and he you're... was also so cute. Oh, fuck. They always are. It was real painful. Honestly, he was cuter when he was younger, even. Oh. Uh, because... I mean, he was just, like, he was a beautiful child, mm, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Kind of like this this impossibly beautiful boy. And then as he, as he grew up into a man, everything just kind of broadened and it looked less doll-like. But he was this very pretty, pretty, pretty doll uh, and oh. was such a piece of shit. <laughs> oh, fuck. I liked, I liked pretty boys also. The ones where you're like, oh, why, are so your eyelashes, really why are your eyelashes oh, so my- long? God, and he had like the perfect little pout, Fuck. and a nicely shaped nose and big like fucking doe eyes. No. That was him. He was very pretty, and he had like floppy '90s boy hair. Oh, I still like that. <laughs> like too ra- much. like Ryder Strong hair. <gasps> you know? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't thought about him in a while. Um. Yeah. No. This boy was so pretty and such an asshole. Such a gaping, fiery asshole. <laughs> fiery and all i wanted him to do was ask me to dance in absolute earnest and so okay i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you like the most secret horrible little place of my heart right now oh tell me so um mariah carey's always be my baby Uh had had come out Maybe like a year before. I think that came out in 95, but it was still a banger. And so they were playing it pretty much at like the end of every dance. Oh. And um and and we'd all hear like the the synth harpsichord in the beginning and like you could tell all the girls breaths were held because they just wanted that last dance of the night oh. to be with with the right boy to always be my baby. And is that I is that really is that a slow dance song? The do 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 yes do 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 do. All right, yes, okay. Exactly. I feel like yeah, no, I feel like you could hip sway to this. All right, all right. Yes, yes. All right, and that's exactly what it was. 
Um, so all I wanted on earth, and then I could be done in this flesh costume (laughs) (laughs) and just like rock it off to the stars, was for that to happen particularly with this ass boy. (laughs) Oh, man. And I just, every single week that we had a dance, I could picture it in my head and, uh, and like, Oh God! Or at roller rink parties, oh, <gasps> birthday parties rinks. at roller rinks. Yes. Oh God! Wow! <laughs> that wow! That was like that was like the extra added bonus of me not being able to roller skate very well. So it was like all all of the service of a school dance, but with the extra added bonus that you I might fall on my butt and pee my pants at the same time, like. <laughs> who knows who knows oh i just had a memory yes remember how i told you there was that boy in my first grade class that i like didn't want to like me and he liked me i think he really liked me a lot because the more i think about it like he was like and he was actually nice he wasn't creepy in any way he was just like i didn't want his attention and it was upsetting to me um which i have a right too. Anyway, uh, I remember him trying to teach me how to roller skate in first grade without holding onto the side. And and that oh. sounds like it's going to be a sweet story. Uh-oh. <laughs> until I had gained some false confidence from sort of having this boy skate beside me while I was clinging to the thing. And, oh, I bet he was trying to get me to touch him. I bet he was trying to get me to hold onto him while I was skating, but I didn't. Oh, but no. Jen... But Jen, I didn't do that. <laughs> and so I immediately fell and f- fucked up my wrist. <laughs> oh, no. No, 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 no. I'm so sad. No, I don't want that to be the case. Oh, that's, that's life. Anyway. <laughs> that's life. I, but the, the, but for me, the bonus thing about school dance is that there was very little chance of falling down unless you were on top of the bleachers. <laughs> the only plus well I used to get I used to I used to really really dance like I I rolled with some like I don't know seventh grade headbangers who knows um but I used to like get up right next to the speakers and I would like dance I would fucking dance my ass off at these things mostly because I knew that I probably wasn't going to dance with a boy so who cared and then Mm -hmm. I would like actually get my like really good exercise and that was when I I think that might have been the first time I understood endorphins from exercise um (laughs) but then by the end I was too sweaty to want to dance with anybody so I'm sorry always be my baby did you get to did you get to dance with this boy or no I waited for this moment at the end of every single dance (gasps) for like two years. Mm -mm. And finally, one day, might have been in eighth grade, might have been seventh. I can't remember. But it was was the horrible age. (laughs) One day, that synth harpsichord started playing. An ass boy started approaching me, and I could not breathe. And he goes, hey, do you want to dance with me? And I don't think my feet touched the ground. 
And it was that awkward, crazy, in a little circle, and got through at least half the song. And he looked at me really awkwardly and was like, okay, thanks. And he went back to his circle of friends and they all handed him money. No. Fuck. You got, you were a dog fight. I was a dog fight. That fucking sucks. I feel like none of these children benefited from my horror upbringing. Otherwise, they would have known much better and would have lived through the cautionary tale of Carrie. Yeah! Yeah! (laughs) You better watch it. Oh, and they did it where you could see it. That is truly reprehensible. Oh, it was awful. Oh, my God. My heart shattered. I froze. I froze. I there would like I would love to say that I walked right up to him and kicked him in the shins and told oh. him off in front of his friends. I would love to tell you that I took the mic from from whosoever dad the DJ was and told everybody <laughs> to suck it and uh, y- you suck, you suck, you suck, you're cool. I'm out. Um I wish I had done any of those things. I wish I had found some matches and set the curtains on fire on the stage and then locked all the doors. <laughs> but I did none of those things. Uh-uh. All I did was sheepishly go back to my little corner and hope that nobody could see me at all. Oh, baby. It was the worst. The worst. Yeah. That's so upsetting. I, uh, it's because people like you and me, we do those things in our heads when we go home. We have the, <laughs> do you know the term for that? When you're like, oh, I could have said this. I could have done this. Oh, uh, it's a, it's regret? called, it's a, deep regret. Yes. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, uh, yeah, yeah. No, um, uh, en français, s'il vous plaît, esprit d'escalier. It oh. means the spirit. The spirit of the stairs. It's what you think about having said as you're walking home. I never knew the me Like, I knew the French literal meaning of that. I took a lot of French. But I mm. never knew the uh, the philosophical meaning of that. Yeah. Did I say it right? Yeah. You did. Nice. Perfect. I took Espanol. Yeah. I, I have... I have barbecued so many people in my brain as I was falling asleep um, and I, as I got older, I got better at standing up for myself, but still, even as an adult, every so often it comes out like, you're mean and dumb. Yes. <laughs> and in your head, in your head, you're like, you've delivered this fucking monologue and then everybody in the gym, like slow claps and stands up, you know, <laughs> and then you walk out with like on somebody's shoulders, people carry you out and you're like, I did it. No. <laughs> That's not for you and me. No. No, it is not. This is the John Hughes film that we were supposed to star in. My armpits are so sweaty. Girl. (laughs) I have on my my clinical antiperspirant right now, and I have sweated through this t-shirt. I am flushed so badly right now, I could start a fire. (laughs) Oh, no, my chest looks like it's sunburned. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. 
That's me. Oh, that's us. That's all these fucks. That's all those. Do you know? <laughs> do you know that I remembered another story about that boy, the one Wait, who liked one? me, the one who well, liked me in my in my the first grade one. This oh was, however, and like, oh no, are you drinking something? <laughs> What's happening? Are you are you doing a bong hit? I I I'm, I might be drinking that thirty milligram of aha. <laughs> All right, go ahead and tell the people because you did this while we were on a break. Okay. <laughs> Why does it make that noise when you're not? You're clearly not drinking it because you're talking. I'm pouring it. I'm oh, pouring you're pouring it. it. So um, while we took a little tech break, I told Lillian that I had had a little, I had, I had a, had an oopsie daisy and in my, in my grocer, in my online grocery cart. I am a, I'm a seltzer fanatic, so I drink a, I drink an epic shit ton of seltzer. And there was a new brand at Target called Aha, <laughs> and I was like, I can get behind that. I can get behind you know that what? enthusiasm. You know what? You know why that's funny for me is because it sounds like my fake laugh. It sounds like you're doing my you add an open <laughs> mic and you're not actually funny laugh. <laughs> Aha! That must be why I'm doing it. <laughs> that's exactly right. Oh uh, shit! <laughs> so it was enthusiastic and it had citrus and green tea and peach and honey and I was like, yeah, that's good. I'll put these in the cart. So I bought a bunch of boxes of that and that has been my office seltzer for the last several days. Only yesterday did I realize that it's called Aha. Uh, put some pep in your seltzer. It's got thirty milligrams of caffeine per can. <laughs> <laughs> how many mil? like is that what's in a soda usually well how much what how does that i have no I, i'm gonna presume that this is caffeine uh, approximate to what a soda would give you that's my guess because uh they're pro- yeah they call it just enough refreshment to pep you up <laughs> okay so yeah a uh, coke is like 39 milligrams whoa yeah this is basically a yeah. coke Okay. Oh, and Aha is made by Coke. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Back to the I me. go. They should hire me <laughs> like they have Michael Bublé doing the bubbly ads. <laughs> <laughs> Lillian, how do you feel about this? <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. Okay, I'm okay. Tell me more about this first grade boy. What, what oh, story were you going to tell okay, me? Okay, okay, okay. So um, we had, I want to say maybe a dance got canceled. Something happened in sixth grade and we had a dance at my friend Roxy's house in the... Um, <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it might have been, there was a situation, there was this girl named Carmel and I always thought that was the coolest fucking name. And these boys were in a fight over her. And I think that perhaps there were fisticuffs and possibly a dance was canceled. This could also be the plot of any 80s movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I do know that these that there were boys that were fighting over my friend. Um, but for some reason, Roxy had a, a 50s, da- 50s slash 60s dance in her... Um, garage like they cleared out the whole garage and they put up lights and they had a dj and they had speakers and it was um 
I can't imagine that it was our entire sixth grade class, but there were at least 30 people there. And I knew Roxy's house real well because we had Girl Scouts there. Um, this was definitely in sixth grade. What? I got to call Roxy and find out what the fuck this was about. Anyway, everybody was dressed up. And I think that I was dressed up like a hippie, like a flower child. Um, and uh, you could make requests. And I believe this guy made a request for a song and was like, this one goes out to her. And then I was supposed to dance with him, which was also FYI. Not something that was ever done. That wasn't um, how you did things. You know what I mean? That wasn't like um, standard fair social contract. Uh, if you requested a song for someone that then you would have to dance with that person. So this was a sh- shock and awe moment for me. And I so I said no. And I said no again. And then all of a sudden, everyone in the whole room was like, dance with him, dance with him. And this poor sweet boy with his sweet puppy dog eyes, I just did not want to, I didn't want to. So I ran and I locked myself in Roxy's bathroom because I knew how to do that. There were two doors. You could walk in, you could run in one door, close that door behind you, and then lock the other one from her bedroom. And then I just stayed in there for the rest of the dance. Oh my God. Because people would not fucking leave me alone. And do did I, even at the time, feel terrible about what I was doing to that boy? I did. Um, but I also did not want to touch him. And that is not my fault. Absolutely not. No. The, uh, much the same way that we should not force children to be huggers if they don't want to. But now my heart is like, oh, he was like, maybe he'd like me since first grade. And was like, what about a grand gesture? Aww. Well, look, kids are awful. <laughs> it's fine. I mean, I, I would consider that half awful of me. But, like, I I feel like people ran after me as I was running. I feel like there were, like, hands, people trying to catch me. God, what a fucking terrible memory. Okay, go on. Please, oh, no. tell me something. Oh, tell me something fuck. funner. <laughs> Uh, I mean, that's the big thing that I remember from school dances was that horrible disappointment. And, you know, um, something to, and it was just fascinating. And I've talked about this a little bit with camp when I was describing Brittany. Brittany was all, has always been, continues to be, someone that people just flock to. Aww. And if you, if you all know me now, like, sure, you can say, yeah. Well, it's the same for you, but it was not as a kid. Mm -hmm. I was a fucking pariah, and people didn't realize I was cool (laughs) until until I was firmly a teenager. So it was very much unlike that. I basically had a kick-me sign on my back, and nobody Uh. wanted to be my friend. So I was surrounded constantly by this luminous adorable, beautiful, funny, charming uh, best friend that anywhere I took her, it's like doors would open. Uh, And I did envy that, but I mostly appreciated it. Sure. (laughs) I mostly appreciated it because I was so far gone from ever thinking that that was something that I could have for myself, that that Mm. was something that I could summon in my own life. 
Yeah. Then I, I mean, I dreamed of what it was like to be as liked as she was, for sure. Yeah. But mostly I was like, well, I know you all hate me already, but I'm going to pull out my special backstage pass here, which is my super hot, great best friend that you all want to like you. Yeah. And if you want her to like you, you're going to have to stop being a dick to me. <laughs> like it was mostly just this ace up my sleeve and I so appreciated having something and I remember when I first started taking her to the dances all the boys got much nicer to me because they were trying to get favors in and they were like hey what's up with your friend oh oh she's your best friend what's her name tell me more about her and I was like fuck off It, good for you. And if, if I may, um, yes, even as grown may. adults, um, uh, men don't often understand that is the best way to get a girl to dance with you. To get, to, if you don't approach the girl that you're looking, if it's a gaggle of women, mm-hmm. age is not important. Um, and you can have like a conversation, brief conversation with the girl you want to talk to, and then you talk to their friend, and then you get the friend to ingratiate you to that girl. Oh, no. You have to do it without us noticing what you're doing, but it's oh, great. No. It's, it works. No, it works. I mean, it Are does. No? And yes. I, I am saying no because, oh no, I'm pretty sure that's part of the game. But yeah, oh, that thing. Oh, like the um, wingman stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah, probably. Uh-huh. That's. I didn't mean it in a malicious way. No, I know. What I mean. actually meant was, don't be an asshole to the friends of the girl that you're trying to get with, because they will take you down. <laughs> If you're, you're, they will, they will do what Jen did. They will be like, aha, fuck you. Goodbye. You're oh, a yeah. to me. Oh yeah. They did a total about face with me. Yeah. You're not going to give somebody an assist who was a piece of shit to you. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. Especially when Aspoy himself did it. Uh, he, uh. and so like they always wanted to dance with her and everything and all the girls wanted to be her friend too and. Again, like, overall, just so happy that I had someone who would help neutralize the territory for me. And again, she was such a good friend that she absolutely would have been like, fuck off each and every one of all 30 of you. I'm going to hang out with her all night. Like, she did not care about anybody. And that was the delight of being the friend of this very charming, very likable person because I knew she liked exactly no one except, like, me. Oh, God. (laughs) What must it have been like to be so self-possessed at that point in your life? Oh, yeah. No, she really, she did not seek approval at all. And I wonder if part of that is because she just always got it so implicitly socially. I mean, there was not anybody who didn't want to be her friend or her boyfriend. Not a single one. That must be exhausting. No wonder she could afford, like, she felt, she was like, ah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, nah. So that changed the dynamic for me. I mean, once things happened after that always be my baby situation, I was like, I need to figure out how to be here and still have room for magic to happen. (laughs) Maybe. Uh. But not want to kill everyone in this room. Right. And that helped. That helped. I remember our very final dance. This was weird. I don't know why this was the case. Our final dance happened right after eighth, eighth grade graduation. And instead of it being in our cafetorium, it was... 
at like the VFW in the middle oh. of town. And I was like, eh. And the party was already so lame. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, I was just so ready to be done with those kids. I could not right. have been more ready. Um, and so I don't even think I, I didn't even stay the whole time. I was like, well, I guess maybe I'll see y'all in high school. <laughs> and then going to high school dances was very fun and very feral because of course nobody cares if you're a dork. And I started going as a freshman and I remember just being like a babe in the woods because all these kids are fucking grinding on each other. Uh-huh. <laughs> And they're playing much raunchier music than they were playing in my eighth grade dances. And I was like, oh, I am unprepared for the amount of hormones that's happening here right now. Oh, can I tell my one and only good good dance story? Okay. Tell me everything all the time, always. I like dances and I like like to dance. Um, I didn't really enjoy the pressure of having to try to find a nice dress for any of the fancy dances. Um... As a matter of fact, I had my prom dress made. Like, it's just, clothes were never made for me. Um, And we didn't have a pile of money to throw at a dress I was only going to wear once. So, um, and, like, there was an implied dress code. I mean, there was a dress code, dress code that was like, don't show your chocha. Like, make sure that you've got this covered and do this. And guys have to wear, like, nice clothes and can't wear shorts. Um, But beyond that, like, I could have worn a long nightgown. And I could have gotten away with it. But I wasn't ready to be that weird yet, which is a damn shame. God, if I had just been weird, as weird as I could have been in freshman year of high school, I feel like I feel like I would be Betsy Johnson now. But anyway. <laughs> oh, um, man. Totally. Seriously. Ugh. I was stunted. <laughs> um, but this boy, uh, Todd, who I've talked about before, he was my first boyfriend, and I went to, he asked me to his ring dance, which again was like junior prom for us. Um, and I didn't get to go to my ring dance. So I was like, why? I don't remember. Um, I was a senior and he was a junior and we had been flirting, 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 flirting. And he asked me to dance and I <laughs> lost my goddamn mind. I was like, Oh, it's happening. And I somehow found this beautiful, I can't find these pictures, but it was like um, a knee length, uh, scoop neck, three quarter sleeve, black crush velvet swing dress. Perfect. I would wear it today. Shut the fuck up. It was Uh, was one of the first dresses where I was like, this is exactly my style. And I felt so pretty. And he got me a wrist corsage with tea roses, which was so cute and pretty. And I had never seen anything like it. They were little pink baby roses. And it was so cute and sweet. And I don't think that we kissed that night. I think it was like another, maybe like a month or two before we, that was the Eon Flux kiss. And we had like, we were like, sitting with a whole table of friends that we all knew and like he would hold my hand under the table and I was why like why the fuck didn't he kiss me anyway that's the only only romantic and good memory I have of a dance like that and it was so lovely I wish that guy hadn't fallen off the face of the earth where you at Todd Oh, you should find him. And you really, really, really need to find the curly redhead. I don't think that there's a lot of hope for that. I could cast a wider net, but I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. Todd, Todd, I could find if I really put my elbow to the, wait, nose to the grindstone? What do you put your elbow in? Your your boopity snoot to the ground (laughs) roof. 
That's a, that's how I would say it to Bear. Correct. Correct. Put your boopity suit to the ground, Roo. <laughs> the world's your Erster. All right. Please continue. Oh, speaking of which, he's losing his mind. Hang on. Let me let him tire himself out. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Let him run around. He's barking. Oh, uh, yeah, the one exhausted. bummer about quarantine is that everybody's out with dogs that we never knew existed. And so Bear barks all the time now. Because uh, everybody's new. It's not all the time. But definitely more than he used to. Um, okay. So, let's see. That's great. Oh, my God. The dances in high school... The regular dances were very hormonal and very intense. Uh, mm. There was, like, if you wanted to make out with any random stranger, you almost certainly could. That wow. was very overwhelming. That did, I'm not that person. It didn't happen. I have too many feelings. Mm. Um, if you, you almost certainly would be grinded upon or would be grinding someone if you were in the throng of dancing oh, yes. bodies. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Yep, that, all bets were off. And, uh, and so I, I went to a handful of those my freshman year and they were almost always, um, after football games, after, during football games, something Uh, like that. Oh, we had, yeah, we had some that were, I think homecoming was after a football game. Oh yeah. That's a terrible idea. Whose idea was that? That's stupid. Right? Because the games went a long time. Um, so I went to a handful of those and... Soon, my upperclassmen friends convinced me that they were mostly just really horny freshmen and I could, like, remove myself from that if I wanted. And I had other outlets, so that was fine. Like, I had forensics and I was stimming the fuck out of my brain, so I was good. <laughs> um, and then for the formals, I, I went to every single formal in a non-romantic capacity. So, like, mm-hmm. my first prom... I went with uh, I went with Gabby and our best friend Kelly, and it was the three of us, and we were each other's dates, and we took our prom photos together, and we had a blast. And uh, the most romantic part was that that was really when I started to fall super, super hard for the guy that would then go on to own my heart and soul for several years. Mm. Um, and da 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 da. da. And then in the formals after that, I went, I, I went with guy friends and like we would go in costume, we'd go in a getup, we would go in sometimes, yes. you yes. know, like That's, it was yes. never something to be taken seriously. I know. I wish I could have gotten past my own shit because we were so good at that. We did that with everything else except for the school dance. Right. So part, a huge part of that is like leaning into the funny instead of leaning into the how do I be pretty because when you're 16 in the year 2000 and Macy's does not have a single dress that fits you and uh. everything is tight and clingy and does not understand what your chest size is at all. Uh. Um, it's just painful and there is no way to be performatively pretty. Yeah. It just doesn't exist. Yep. That was, I mean, that was me for most of that, which is why I opted out and which is why later on burlesque was such a appeal to me. Yes. Yes, of course. Huge. Um, 
And so after that first one, which was when I went with my best friends, um, I went in a dress that was periwinkle and was uh, was like burnout velvet. It was uh, up at the bust. It was like an empire waist. Mm. And it was... Uh, oh, burnout velvet. Uh. Mm. Yeah, yes. Yes, only at the bust and then the rest was just chiffon. And oh. it was a very pretty dress, but it absolutely, I'm pretty sure it was a 16. Uh, I, my chest was way too big. It pancaked me and I did not feel comfortable. And uh, it was the only thing I could find that was not like a, like a matronly mother of the bride twin set. Right, yeah. So I was like, well, this is not working out well. And, you know, all of the thin girls have all these beautiful dresses in every color and every cut they could ever want. They can be super creative with them. They had choices on choices on choices. And like shittier (laughs) stories like Deb. (laughs) Deb, Deb was the bomb. Deb was the bomb, and I was really mad when Deb went out. Deb went out of business, like, moments after I started doing burlesque. Deb's fucking plus size, um, they probably didn't have great selection when you were younger, because they didn't when I was. Um, But current, like, in the last 10 years, their plus size prom dress section was banging. I actually have one of their dresses that I was using for performances. (laughs) Yes, do you remember when we went to the Deb together at the Jersey Gardens Mall? Oh, I do. <laughs> I do remember that. Oh man, R.I.P. Deb. Man, oh, Deb. And then that when Wet Seal had a plus line for a while. Oh God. Yeah, but Deb certainly did not have that when we were growing up. And no, so... it did not. Because I think you were the one who told me that they had it at all, and I was like, "Where's this shit been?" And you were like, "No, no, no." <laughs> I was like, I have to go with like a theme at this point because I can't just wear a dress and be a pretty teenager. So the next major formal that I went to was at the end of my junior year. Uh, I, I went to, I went with my friend to his senior banquet and I had, thank God for eBay. Thank God for eBay. I was learning oh. that I was like officially an 18 and they okay. were not carrying that shit in stores and they certainly weren't selling it online. But this lady on eBay made custom Renaissance velvet gowns. And Ooh. this was a beautiful two-layer va- gown that oh. had a long, had a wide V bodice and had had lacing up the, fr- like gold lacing up the front and patterned velvet at the bust and the sleeves were big, they came down in big uh, garnet um, bells. And then yes. the whole skirt, like it was like a split skirt, right? So the underneath layer was this patterned, oh. uh, was this black patterned velvet. And then the over layer was the dark red. And it was <gasps> incredibly beautiful. Jen! It was so Oh my pretty. God. My prom dress I had made, and it was from a pattern. It was not completely the same but it was black satin and it was more of a square neckline but it had bell sleeves and then I think it was fitted to the like the bust and then it was like an a-line from there and it was black satin underneath and then like a dark maroon sheer on the top of it oh we had matching prom dresses of course we did of course we did and what I ended up doing very much uh in in our shared in, in, in the 
complete circle that is our Venn diagram. Um, what I ended up doing was going to the rag shop, RIP rag shop, and uh-huh. getting all uh, getting a bunch of like like vel uh, gold 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 leaf gold painted leaves, uh, decorative things that looked like grapes or cranberries. <gasps> did you make yourself um, a crown? I did better than making myself a crown. I hot glued those pieces to little clips and I <sighs> clipped them up in my hair. And I essentially just had these like coronas. Bad time to say that, but I had mm. these coronas. <laughs> like... Of like Grecian goddess, uh, oh. uh, ghost of Christmas present. Oh my god! Sexy shit happening. So ephemeral. Um, I love it. <laughs> and it was so beautiful. It really was. Like I look at these pictures and I'm so mad at myself for ever, ever doubting, uh, for ever being so hard on myself. I mean, mm-hmm. we all do. We all are. But it was lovely. And and so I. I got that dress for like a song comparatively and she mailed it to me and I had um I had the costumer for our high school productions do uh do the hem for me and maybe take it in a little bit and fit it to me. It was wonderful and I went oh. with him like that. And of course this dance was in like May or June, so it was really hot. That was the right. only thing that I had not thought of. But in my dream of dreams, Same. hello, sorry, Sarah is my default. I mean, mm-hmm. it was the closest I could get to like an autumnal Sarah. Right. <laughs> Wait, sorry. Just to back up, was this your prom or was this a different dance? This was uh, one of my best friend's proms. He was one year older than me, so I oh, went I with gotcha, him. Gotcha. I was I was his platonic date to his senior banquet. Oh, senior banquet. Yes. There were banquets mm-hmm. at other schools too. Yeah. yeah my we, dress was inappropriately warm as well, but oh, it was worth it. Was it was so fine. warm. And I remember all the upper class girls being like, what are you wearing? And I was like, eh. And he was so lovely and so protective. And he's like, you blow them all oh. out of the water tonight. <laughs> Which is very sweet because I was super warm. <laughs> Oh my god! I just made an Alexis from Schitt's Creek face. <laughs> I mean, like, oh! Oh! did you do the thing with your two little hands up? By I did, I did. Yeah, I'm doing it right did. now. I know you are. I know you uh. are. <laughs> uh. Uh. Oh, that's lovely. I uh, I went to a couple of dances with um, uh, I went to one of our homecoming dances with my friend Mark, who I had to have. Uh, I think I knew he was gay by then. Um, and just like my fucking heart all through high school. And then we, we did not talk a whole lot in college. And then now he's like disappeared. I love him. He gave me his mom, his dead mom's cameo. Like we Whoa. were so close. I know. I loved him so much. Anyway, uh... I don't know where you are, buddy. Um, uh, he took me to homecoming one year. And then I went to my friend William's homecoming. And this is very funny only because he got me an actual um, uh, corsage also. He he looked me dead in the fucking face, this boy. <laughs> and he was like, 
I wasn't sure what kind of flower to get you, so I got you a carnation corsage. I hope that's okay. And of course, I was already a little disappointed because I was like, carnations, you cheap piece of shit. And then, and then he handed me a package of carnation instant breakfast that he had pinched in the middle and wrapped a bow around. I would have dated him in a moment. Oh, he was gay and you would not oh, have dated him at all. Damn. <laughs> See? It's all broken, honey. It's just all broken. Oh, uh, but that was that was really, really funny. I don't did I know he was gay yet? I maybe didn't know he was gay, but I wasn't interested in him. Anyway, the aforementioned Mark that I went to homecoming with was also somebody's date in that weird round robin. And William and Mark had been hooking up at the time. So every chance they got, it was me and this girl, some name that started with an M. And then we'd be like, where did Mark and William go? Ah, (laughs) And to top it off, um, for some reason, the place where the, where his winter ball was, was being held, the lights went out because there was a storm. So, (laughs) so William and Mark like disappeared. Oh my. In the blackout. Man, it's Man, fine. That's so great. Listen, it makes me I'm happy so for glad. them and envious. Yes, I know. <laughs> right. Um, to note, this is important. Um, there was a convention that was being held uh, at the George Washington Inn in Williamsburg, Virginia, at the same time as this winter ball. Oh, I'm pretty sure it was called the snowball. Now that I think about it, um, <laughs> uh, it was a clogging convention. Jen Ponton. <laughs> that thong, the thong, 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 thong. So, so, so there's all of these like private school kids sitting around in like the lobby. And people, oh like, dress God. to the nines for clogging. And if you don't know what that means, you have to Google it right now because people wear some crazy shit to go clogging. <laughs> and so it was the best. But me and, uh, I don't know, Mark's date, Marissa, whatever. She and I just people watched for a really long time. And it was, it was blessed. And then I think we went to IHOP where they still had power. So good. But, yeah, we didn't actually get to experience that dance. Oh, No. <laughs> Oh, we my like God. went to dinner beforehand. We went to the dance and then we went to IHOP because there was a blackout. <laughs> it was great. We had a great night. It was super fun. Hey, hey, hey. You want to hear about a time I tried to be cool and failed miserably? I'm always, literally always. <laughs> literally. That is all we're here for. Yes. Okay. So in eighth grade still, as I like finally saw... I saw the light ahead, and I knew that I only had to stick it out for a couple more months. I was like, I need to figure out if I'm a cool kid or not. And my parents let me host a party. Mm. Like, a party in the house during the school year. Ooh. Which I had never done before, and never did afterwards. This was the only party, and God bless, they must have been like, oh, just let her have a friend. Just... (laughs) So... My parents let me have this party in the middle of the school year, and it was probably on a Saturday night, and, like, we got pizzas and snacks and blah, 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 and I was so nervous. I think I was allowed to invite everyone in my class, which is, like, 30 kids. Yeah. And (laughs) 
my parents let me go to the video store to pick out the rentals that I wanted for kids to, because we were all just like sitting in the living room. Not all 30 kids came by a long shot, but a lot of kids were there. And a lot of kids were, um, a lot of the kids that were mean to me were actually pretty uncomfortable to be in my space. That's great. Good. (laughs) Right? So I was not bullied there per se. They were very Mm -hmm. uncomfortable being somewhere where I was dominant. (laughs) That's great. I love it. And I was like, so, thanks for going to my party. Here's what we're going to watch tonight. And I pulled out Psycho. Yes. (laughs) And most kids, many of whom had never seen horror movies before, (laughs) were, were subjected to Psycho and entirely possible It. <laughs> oh my god, that's crazy. And I think I thought of it as a successful party because I felt powerful. Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Jesus, and it was what a dream. That's time. amazing. Oh uh, yeah, it what, was, pre- I, it was I got, pretty good. It was pretty good. <coughs> I both understand and loathe the tradition of inviting everyone in a class to a party. Because first of all, I have friends outside of my class. You know what I mean? Like, there's people, mm-hmm. if there's... Oh, yeah. We, we had three classes for every grade. I spent the same eight years with the same 30 assholes. <laughs> wow. That is concentrated. It was very concentrated. Again, there were major, major, major exceptions. There are people that I still think of fondly to this day. There are people I'm still friends with. However, mm. it was not, not a great group of kids overall. Mm. Not a great group. Is it um, worth is it worth my quarantine to try to find my first boyfriend? You guys tell us. Yes. <laughs> Maybe this is a way we can get you guys Girl. to interact with us. <laughs> if you think that I should try to track down and contact my first boyfriend Todd, and I, and I promise you that I will do it before eight o'clock on any given Which evening. Which button do you want me to press? I'm pressing it. I'm pressing it. No, no, no. This has to be indivi- This has to be actual I'll... individual people. I can't. I'll know if you have have faked your responses. Um, well. But yeah, right, right into us on any of the platforms. Guys, I'm not allowed to rig this, so we really need your help. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I could definitely, I could find him, but it would involve talking to people, which is what I've been avoiding this entire time. Oh, oh, you! I get very offended, and Jen wasn't able to find him either. I get offended when I cannot cyberstalk somebody. I'm like, who the fuck are you that you're so special that you're not on the internet? Who are you? Concur. Concur. Oh, I don't know if I have anything else to say about any of this. Um, angst. (laughs) i will tell you one more thing yeah tell me so in the vein of of costumes in high school and i did it i did it for the rest of time i went to my own senior banquet with a friend of mine and he and i went as uh don corleone and his wife um that was pretty (laughs) that was pretty creative actually that was another ebay situation where like i had found this sleeveless long pinstripe blazer that I connected with ivory stretch satin from the rag shop. So that was like the shell underneath. And this blazer flared out at the hips. So it was like a, it was super cool. And I had the, um, the wardrobe lady, uh, 
the wardrobe lady fix it. Nice. Um, and then I used my friend Diana's black tulle floor length skirt. So it was those two. And then it was uh, like a, it was a black fed- plastic fedora from Party City. Oh, ha! and elbow length ivory satin gloves. Nice. That was my senior banquet uh, wardrobe. I love it. <laughs> um, but in between those, in between that Renaissance dress and that final um, Mama Corleone situation, uh, because Jersey, I went to a thrift store. So uh, I'm, I'm going to tell you about Fern and Herschel now. I'm sorry. Fern and Herschel? Yes. I'm going to tell you about Fern and Herschel. Babster. (laughs) Babster, get your shots ready. (laughs) Uh, Fern and Herschel. I'm ready for a Fern and Herschel story. Fern and Herschel Rosenthal are the married, aged alter egos of myself and my best friend's brother, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) Fern! Fern. Chris and I went to the Salvo in Easton and we're looking at all of the old 80s clothes and I found this really matronly dress with big shoulder pads and he found this awful plaid sport coat and he found a cane and like an Irish cap and we were like, hey, we could be two old Jews in these. And then we were. (laughs) Yay! I found I found a wig at the salvo and I put it on my head. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, you put a Salvation Army wig on your head. Wait for it. I still own it. It's in my closet. Oh, I love you. I washed it by hand only like two months ago. <laughs> Good, good. I endorse this. I can help you style it if you need to, but also, why? (laughs) Um, I got Fern a wig and little tiny driving gloves and, like, old lady pumps from 1988 and hose and the wig, fuchsia lipstick by, like, Wet n' Wild and, like, uh, not glaucoma blinders, but like, <laughs> like Linda Richmond glasses. Oh you know my! I mean? Oh my! And a big, bedazzled purse. Oh. <laughs> and Fern and Herschel were the ones who went to my junior prom. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> we that went, is amazing. We went with friends. And uh, we went with our our friends Amanda and Joey were going together and we went to Joey's house and we took like couples pictures with them (laughs) and all went together and Fern and Herschel danced the entire time like two old cranky Jews. God. Oh, it, that's the real immersive theater, people. That's actually, like, we're giving it away for free. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's so amazing. Oh. It was 
An absolute joy. And it got to the point where Fern and Herschel became so all-consuming that it wasn't just prom. It was... uh, Gabby joined us as our daughter Joni with a big, like, fucking Elvira mullet wig. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) Joni was a hairdresser out on Long Island. Oh! (laughs) And the three of us would basically get up in our comedy drag and we would go to friends parties in character we would just dress up like that for each other we would just decide we were going to go to the diner in character and just do it it even got to the point where my mother was regaling her co-workers with these crazy stories so much that they decided that they were going to do a luncheon where they would have the three of us come in and essentially just riff with them. Oh my god! Riffing. My abs hurt from this episode. This is amazing. <laughs> uh-huh. And and I remember. Uh. Uh, so Andrew and I started dating when we when we were twenty, and I, in college nobody got to see Fern because Fern was back at home and. Chris was back at home. Mm. So it, my birthday was coming up and we had only been dating for a couple of weeks. And I was like, so um, there's someone I want you to meet. <laughs> and he's like, oh, God, is this that thing you do? I'm like, it is. <laughs> is this that thing you do? <laughs> at my own 21st birthday party, I spent about <laughs> half of it as Jen. And then I was like, I got to go in the house for a while. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> oh, I, I certainly did. I is certainly that, did. Is that why he does that all those other things to you in public now? <laughs> yes. Oh my God, yes. Are you kidding me? Absolutely. Nope. This is for the better. For sure. Okay, we, ha- we have to stop talking because I literally am in pain. <laughs> that's all I got for you. That's that's the beauty of school dances. Look at all that pain and then look at the legacy that comes from it. But I'm just, oh, that's, that's what I got for you. Listen, you can't trade it for anything. You cannot. But even if I would, I could, I probably would. <laughs> I probably would. <laughs> oh. I think I still would have been a, a fun enough person to be able to laugh this hard without having had quite That's so right. much <laughs> abject humiliation. <laughs> yeah, but now we have good stories for each other. Oh my god, I gotta talk to Roxy and find out why the fuck we had a dance at her house. That's so weird. Oh, that's the weirdest shit I've in ever In her garage? Heard. That's weird. I'm gonna ever, message her as soon as we get out here. what the what? I need to know every detail. Alright, I need at least ten messages saying yes, Lillian, you have to get in touch with Todd. I'm Guys, not gonna do it, it for together. any fewer than ten <laughs> separate emails not including jen or andrew no no <laughs> oh andrew's not invested at all that's fine i'm it's just, just gonna be me it's gonna be me it's gonna be me as babies in a trench coat it's gonna be me with a mustache Listen. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god if i get an email that's babies in a trench coat at gmail.com <laughs> Living your baby life at gmail.com. 
<laughs> fuckpunch oh at gmail.com. <laughs> oh, no. You guys, that this was a silly so one. Good. And we omitted the first 12 minutes. That was oh. absolute <laughs> nonsense. It was, it was nonsense. <laughs> That's going to be a Patreon bonus oh, when God. I finally figure my shit out. Oh. Was it good for you? It was delightful for me. Thank you very much. Oh, God. If I still smoked a cigarette, I would. If I still smoked, I would smoke a cigarette. But I don't. That's right, girl. I'll smoke for you. Good things to pick up in quarantine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, shit. All right. Goodbye. All right. Love you. (laughs) Goodbye.